You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward. That is Berm, and that is Chives. And you know when I'm calling them by that name and not their legal names that it's bold prediction time and look we're all just hanging out on the beach just ready to talk about south florida and the national title game ohio state and alabama it is here the wind blowing through my hair b-e-a beautiful uh it's it's the game buddy okay so we didn't get like the game this year so this is in fact now the game after the clemson game which was of course the game but the game is here it's Monday. It's Championship Monday, Spencer. I am more than excited. I can't. I cannot you tell you how excited thrilled. I am for this game. I've been. I've been waiting for it since it, since both teams won. The, the matchup was set. I've been waiting for it. And I'm ready to give some bold predictions. All right. This is the game. This is the matchup. These are the stakes that we've been waiting for all year. This is why Ohio State fought to play the season. Uh, if that team that played against Clemson shows up. Very good chance that Ohio State will be lifting that trophy, but we'll get to that at the end of Bold Predictions. Uh, Berm, as always, you get to start it off, and this week you'll be doing it because you were the worst of the Bold Predictors in New Orleans when Spencer and I, basically everything we said came true. Pretty much everything I said came true also, except for the fact that didn't the Buckeyes didn't win. Didn't win the game? I, uh, I said, except for the fact that the Buckeyes didn't win. Did but Derek I also did. A punt? Uh, okay, number one. How dare you? Number two, the Garrett Wilson returns a punt for a touchdown shtick, which is everyone knows by now that's what it is, is yours. I usurped your shtick because I didn't want you to spew your shtick. Do you understand? (laughs) Bold prediction numero uno is that Jonathan Cooper scores a defensive touchdown for the Ohio State a la Steve Miller in the 2015 Sugar Bowl against Alabama. I don't know if it's an interception return. I don't know if it's a fumble return. I'm pretty sure it won't be a punt return and or lined up at fullback, but I do believe that Jonathan Cooper will score a touchdown for Ohio State uh, on Monday night against Alabama Rammer Jammer. Spencer, I think he worked in a a couple jabs against both me and you with this very bold Jonathan Cooper prediction. I think he did actually for, actually, I know he did, um, but I've got seven points on the board already for verb. So just know I'm keeping track of your point totals for the national title game. My first bold prediction, my first bold prediction is that Trey Sermon outrushes Najee Harris by 75 yards. Wow, by um, 75 yards. You, you did predict that Trey Sermon would outrush Travis Etienne. In New yeah. Orleans, you did not put a number on it like you've done today. So plus 75 is quite large. Plus 75. So if Najee gets 100, I think Trey's going to have 175. I think Ohio State is going to run the ball really well in this game. I think Ohio State's offensive line is going to be out to prove something uh, by getting snubbed for the award that that everyone knows I have to bring up. Um, and Spencer I think, Award. I think Ohio State's offensive line is going to prove a point in this game. I think they're going to control the line of scrimmage throughout the game, and I think Ohio, uh, Trey Sermon will probably have around 175 yards rushing. Bold prediction, number one. 
Baron Browning will have two sacks in this game for Ohio State. Uh, everybody who's paid any attention to our coverage over the last 10 days knows that I think that uh, Ohio State's pass rush may need a little help. Um, why that is, maybe we'll find out at 6 p.m. on Monday night. But uh, Baron Browning, I, I think the skill set that he brings, he's just better suited to rushing the passer and being on the edge. Um, even if there was a full complement of Buckeyes, I still think that this might this prediction might uh, come true. He is a dynamic weapon uh, for this defense. His first step reminds me of Chase Young, and he is so quick off the football. Big, strong, rare physical tools. Has worked with Larry Johnson, uh, you know, to to learn those that toolbox, those four key moves that he's, uh, you know, built so many NFL pass rushers with. I think Baron Browning is, is going to need to show up in the big in the uh, national championship game to help the pass rush, and I think he'll show up in a big way. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I think Baron Browning is a type of player that can change the game. I agree. Uh, here's mine. Garrett Wilson is going to score not one, not two, but three touchdowns for Ohio State mm-hmm. against Alabama because I do believe that uh, the, the Tide are going to try to – limit Chris Olave by matching him up with Pat Sertain most of the day, maybe with some bracket coverage. And I think Garrett Wilson's going to get an opportunity to get open. uh, And I believe that he will take advantage of that. And one, two, three touchdowns for Garrett Wilson. Now, I want to be very clear. One going to be a punt return? I'm not suggesting that they're all going to be receptions. One could be a rush. One could be a little end around, whatever you want to call it. Uh, But I do believe three touchdowns for Garrett Wilson. I don't know what happened to Mark there, boys, but uh, everything's changing. The wind is blowing it in from the east, and everything's going funky. Let's get funky, 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 funky Buddha, brother. Okay. We're getting we're getting extremely weird for bold prediction number two. I'm going to go with uh, Seven Banks interception. I think he is playing better than he has all season. I think he's really starting to hit his stride in game seven and now going into game eight i think he's going to have a big game i think he's going to do really well whether he's matched up on Jalen waddle or john mechie or whoever they put him against and i think uh that's going to lead to an interception maybe it's on a tip maybe it's on just great coverage but he's going to make an impact in this game i think it's going to come by way of an interception i think that there's going to be an ohio state receiver with three touchdowns in this game but it will not be garrett wilson it will be chris olave and if they want to put Patrick Sertan on him all day. I wish them good luck. I, you know, Berm and I had a, you know, some conversations with people, uh, some scouts passing along information. They, they do not believe that this is one of the best cornerbacks in America. And if they want to line him up on Olave, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, by the way, you still have to worry about Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams, which in uh, the tight ends, which creates some other issues for them. I don't think this is a vintage Nick Saban defense. Um, Sertan is very talented. Uh, that's why everyone in the country tried to recruit him. Um, but I'm not sure that he is playing at the level that would be able to wipe Chris Olave out of this, uh, you know, out of the impact, out of the uh, taking, having his way with the Alabama secondary. I think he's going to have a huge game, much like he did against Clemson in the Sugar Bowl. And he is, he's still that same motivated guy. Uh, I think this is probably going to be his last game at Ohio State. He's he's going to go out. He's one of the most clutch wide receivers that uh, I think any of us have ever seen or covered at Ohio State. He shows up when it matters most. There was that one notable exception, but every other big game that he's played in, 
he has showed up, uh, stepped up, and delivered for the Buckeyes. He'll do it again against Alabama. Like it, like it, love it, love it. Uh, okay, here's my third bold prediction. The game's leading rusher will be Justin Fields. Uh, I think that all of the talk about his injury from the Clemson game has been ludicrous. I think that he is going to be much healthier than people are expecting him to be. And I think the Buckeyes know that the one area that they have a clear advantage over Alabama is going to be the athleticism of the quarterback and the way that using the quarterback allows you to change the offensive approach and it forces the defense to change. Justin Fields will run for more than 100 yards against Alabama as the game's leading rusher. Do you not have firm any cons- – like, if it was the ribs, I'm not sure why I'm, I view it this way. Like, you know, maybe you run, have no issues. We talked to Cardale Jones for, um, you know, Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters, and he said, well, if it's that hip, I mean, obviously when you're trying to open up, if you're rolling out in the pocket, that's where it shows up. I mean, the, the hip is going to be a little sore, but you have no sure. – no concerns about that. Uh, I think we're going to see 14, 15, 16 carries for Justin Fields. And I think he'll average seven, eight yards of carry. And, and I, I, he may not be what we've seen out of him explosiveness wise on those 30, 40 yard runs. Um, but I think just having him as a threat back there to pick up seven, eight at a time is all you really need. And I think we're going to see more carries from him than we've seen in any game in his bucket. Okay. All right. I, I kind of like that, Berm. I think it kind of plays – I think if there's a lot of running in this game, it plays into my third bold prediction. And I've never made a bold prediction like this. I, my bold prediction is the game goes under, under the total. The total is 75-and-a-half, which is a massive total. And I know that these two offenses both think they're going to be able to just score at will. And I think there's going to be some of that in this game. But I think you're going to see maybe some slow starts or a uh, dull patch where the defenses get something going. Uh, for both teams. I just think this game, the under is would be the play that I take. And I could be completely wrong, and this game could be 52 to 55, or 55-52, or 51 to 45, or whatever. But I'm going to take the under. It's kind of a principle. Uh, you know, Don't take that high of a total. But I just feel like this game is going to get defensive in some way. I believe that after all of these close calls, they've happened now two weeks in a row uh, for this safety, that Josh Proctor is going to hang on to the football and take one of them back to the house. They've just been sitting there on a platter. I honestly can't even believe, uh, you know, the, the drop against Northwestern and then they had to have that happen again uh, against Clemson. He had two of those last year against Indiana. They could have, you know, gone the other way. Um, you know, as, as Spencer has joked before, that's why the announcers make the old jokes about, Hey, that's why he plays defensive back and not wide receiver. But he, he's in position to make plays. I think that he will be in line to make them against Alabama. Uh, you know, Mac Jones is going to see a different level of pressure, I believe, than he has in any other game. I don't, you know, he, it's been really easy for him. Uh, he doesn't have to extend plays. Uh, he makes quick throws and he gets it out. But I, I think that Ohio State's going to have, you know, whether that's tweaking the scheme a little bit for Kerry Combs or whether that's just, you know, that front four or some blitz packages getting Mac Jones uncomfortable and off the spot. I think there are going to be mistakes to be made and Josh Proctor will capitalize on them. And I, I think he'll take one uh, back to the house as well. Finish the deal. Um, another one of those, as Berm says, my shtick with, with Josh Proctor, 
I think he'll pay it off for me when it matters most. Um, prediction time for the actual score in the college football playoff championship game. I'm going to let Spencer go first. Uh, you you have the tea, you have the honors on the tee box here, Vern. <laughs> mm. Wow, okay. you guys Number are much one. more confident going into. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Okay, sure. Okay, I want to show them all the beauty they possess inside. Uh huh. That being what it is, I realize that people will think maybe I learned my lesson after predicting Clemson would beat Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. And I have Buckeyes 56, Alabama 52. Screw the under. This game's going way, way over. 108 points. 56-52, Buckeyes. I have been doing score totals in my head since I said the under was going to play, just to make sure that I'm not an idiot sounding on here. Uh, I'm going to go 38-34, Ohio State. Okay. Two picks for the Buckeyes. I think everybody already knows what my score prediction is. I've been giving it for the last 10 days. Uh, Going to go full circle uh, from the Sugar Bowl upset in 2015 on the way to the national title. 42-35, Ohio State will win. That's a lot of predictions for the Buckeyes, but um, if Berm's on board, I think everybody else should be too. I also predict we're just going to see a classic, classic national championship game. I and sure, I'm happy to be there. I'm sure hope so. And it's been great to hang out with you guys on this luxurious beach. I'm glad we found this uh, secluded spot where we could talk about Ohio State and Alabama. The game is finally here. Uh, this incredibly strange year is also about over. Uh, let's just get one of those classic national title games to cap it off and then forget uh, about a lot of the struggles that we've all had along the way in 2020 and this uh, you know, trying, challenging Season, I know that the, the Buckeyes, as, as Ryan Day has said, trying to end this story, uh, you know, that'll be told for they want it to be told forever. They want to write a happy ending. The three of us all expect that they will be able to do so. He's Berm. That's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. This has been Bold Predictions. Uh, we will have full coverage of the title game on Monday night at lettermanrow.com. Thanks for watching. Stay with us. <laughs>